Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name's Warren. I'm Lane. I'm um, Art. And I'm Randy from Bring a Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> we spent the night here. <laughs> yes. Well, or no, this is a uh, reverse, right? Yeah, so it doesn't even work out. There's yeah. the addition. Um, we are recording live from Bring a Trailer headquarters in San Francisco, California. Randy, thanks so much for having us. Thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, this is a Thursday edition, and we're going to answer some questions if you're up for it. I'm up. Yeah, you're, let's go. You're ready. Okay, let's go right into it. Um, I think I'll do news first. These are the heavy hitting questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here we go. These are kind of heavy hitting. And if you don't want to answer any of these, you don't have to. You can just say, forget it. But first, <laughs> JPod999, has anything been done to remedy the situation where auction winners back out? Post auction, and the sellers left hanging. Uh, we see that on occasion. That's uh, thankfully, it's uh, we track that super closely because it's important for follow through and transparency and everything else. So yeah, we have a team here of uh, you know customer support specialists that engage with buyer, engage with seller, figure out what's going on. Uh, on the on the surface, you can obviously chase those people out of town, right, and never let them come back. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. in other venues, when people default on. Uh, other websites, Craigslist or eBay or wherever, they just get to come right back and yeah. whatever. So we have tools to make sure that those people never come back again. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't solve the one-offs where that happens, where a guy bids, you know, ups the bid by two grand and wins, and then is like, my dog ate my homework or my kid. Yeah. No joke. We've had every excuse sure. known to man. I'm sure. So I just that's got- challenging. People's integrity yeah. sometimes uh, is secondary to them. It's not to us. So we. Yeah, we go after them and we're on the phone with them and we're um, working with them to figure out how to do it. Sometimes baseball bats and kneecaps. Sometimes <laughs> it uh, is, uh, yeah. Sometimes you know you can't get a person to follow through on what they uh, promise to do, so yeah. uh, they don't get their fee back. So those fees go through, so they they feel some pain on the financial side, um, and then they're obviously not invited back. But and then we have a team here who works with the other bidders that were engaged and doing that sort of thing. Uh, and it's, it's a drag and sometimes it happens, but sometimes we'll have to relist the car. You may have seen that before where a car will come up. This is like about, you know, 1% or three quarters of a percent of cars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, but when rare. you're at scale, that's a couple of cars here and there. So yeah. people see it. It's but a pretty it's good a, odds. Like really, I mean, the batting average to be able yeah. to do this online and, and convert on 99% yeah. of them is a huge win, yeah. but we still have to have. Uh, systems and we can't just abandon a seller that gets hosed yeah. like that. You need to, we need to help them. Uh, and we do. And then we let them list it again. And, uh, obviously, uh, 99% times 99%, like that next time it's, uh, it ends up working out and they get a sale yeah. and, and move on. I mean, I've, I've personally sold three cars on eBay where I, the eBay, it's just the unre- norm now, no, right? Not responsive buyers. Yeah, totally. And then I had one where it was three in a row. Just yeah. the car sells and they just, there was, they didn't respond at all. So that's yeah. the, that's what happens in the internet world where there's nobody monitoring, yeah. watching or being careful. So we're watching and being careful. And does that mean it's like airtight 100%? 
we can't you achieve can't, that. Right? Yeah. But just because some people, unfortunately, their integrity is not worth, you know, following through. But uh, when you uh, continually sort of purge the system of those people, uh, unfortunately for those other venues, those people then go use all those other sites, right? Yeah. Liars. It's kind of a good biz dev decision to send liars away, right? Yeah. Because they go to all your competitors and yeah, yeah. where they're usually welcomed, right? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, if you want to awesome. go sell there, like that's where we send all like the terrible people. So, yeah. um, so bad, anyway, it's, it's not great and it's not a laughing matter for some people that sell and are upset because you yeah. put your, your time and your effort into selling. So we do our best to take care of them and, and obviously, um, give them another shot and help them out. Mike Ott uh, piggybacks this question by says uh, by saying, has BAT ever considered doing a brokerage service where the buyer pays BAT and then they pay the seller, maybe charge a premium on both ends to make it worthwhile, but that adds a layer of protection to the transaction. That said, my son and I have sold five or six cars on BAT and they've all gone flawlessly, but one car I now own is from a BAT buyer flake. So, um, yeah, brokerage, like I guess kind of holding the money or... There's options to do that. Obviously, right now you see that we don't do that, and that was an intentional decision for simplicity and clarity of mission and ability to 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 uh, have it be a, a sort of smoother operation for us, staying out of that. Yeah. But uh, there are people that ask for that. There are people that ask for escrow services, like that. Can I please send you the check, and you'll send the check over? You know, all sorts of mm. different angles. Seems um, a little messy. It's messier. It's much messier. Um, but it's uh, a service that some people want. So I wouldn't put it out of the question of holding some sort of payments or moving things around in the future. <clears throat> but right now we're putting all of our effort towards trying to refine the existing peer to peer model and just make that better and better and better. And through oversight and, um, you know, as much transparency as we can have there and better systems and a, you know, fair method of, you know, try, Honestly, half of the problem with the internet that's out there of selling cars, charging the buyer was solved a lot of that. Your eBay thing where nobody shows up that there's no skin in the game. Everybody has to have skin in the game and, yeah. and that helps them to have more integrity and move forward. So that's what we're focusing on. Mm -hmm. uh, Meta World Cool says, uh, Mercedes Benz W140 S500 or W210 E55 for an interesting daily driver. Is that a question mark or is that a statement? That's a question mark. Are <laughs> you saying S five hundred or E fifty five? I mean, I'm I'm E fifty five all day long. I'm E fifty five all day long, but I mean those S classes, people I mean, those are scary to own, right? Yeah. I mean it's like buy them for twenty five yeah. grand and pay twenty five grand in the first year to fix <laughs> yeah. them. But, yeah, I definitely uh, do But at the same time, look on BAT, right? I mean, there's uh, particularly one dealer, uh Bruce M. Uh, out of the East Coast that buys those cars has a great system for reconditioning them and then sells them and they bid really well. And I, I mean, they're not for everybody, obviously, but there's a market for those cars. 600 V12s, yeah. you yeah. know, coupes, big CL coupes. Um, the depreciation on those cars, right? What are, what were they? A hundred and a half. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. Now they're yeah. like 23 grand, right? For yeah. a minty one. For right? a minty one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's kind of crazy, but there's a market for that. And if people present them well and people are having good experiences, like list more of them, right? That's yeah. what I'd say. But for that guy, it kind of depends on styling and if and you needs. want, budget. if you want the 63, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. long-term budget, right? If yeah. you really want the 63 AMG yeah. engine, there's some era of those where they were troublesome, yep. right? And some where they're less troublesome. So you just got to, do your research. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Angry Bird GTI says, do you think the trend towards newer collectible cars is going to translate to the Barrett-Jackson Meekum crowds or stay confined to bring a trailer? Do you think the Radwood effect on car buying has started a trend? I'll be happy to see the inflated muscle car market fade away and instead see tons of 80s and 90s cars 
in Scottsdale in the future. He's in Arizona. Yeah, there so, were inflated muscle car prices, and now people are worried about inflated 90s cars. Right, yeah, exactly. prices, right? So it's like a double-edged sword. Seeing more of them is awesome, but the prices also tend to go up when there's more visibility. I think the other auctions are definitely catching on and, and seeing partially what we've done, but partially what is just a major market force, right? It's like why Radwood is popular. It's like why BAT is It's the age group. It's why we're sitting it's, in this room, right? It's, age group. it's why we're driving the, yeah. the stuff on DWA events that – that we love, right? I mean, that stuff is moving and any, any business that is forward, uh, focused or forward thinking will look for sort of demographic shifts and next generation. And it's not like doing a major product shift into pre-war brass cars right yeah. now. It's like, nobody's doing that. Like, <laughs> well, that I wonder what, sense. I so. really wonder what that world's going to look like. This, the old, not the top tier, yeah, not the winning. doozies and stuff, right? Like, that'll always have a, a following. It's a piece of art, and yeah. there's people who appreciate it. But I'm just these old brass era stuff and early, early 1900s cars that I don't know. I don't know anybody that's into them. I know people are into muscle cars still and appreciate that. But what do you do with them? And they're not cheap to keep going. You almost have to be a machinist, and I don't know. Yeah, who do you have service them? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right. TSIS350 says, what's the criteria for a reserve auction on BAT? He says he's tried to sell two vehicles with low reserve, but was told both times that he needed uh, to sell no reserve only if uh, he wanted to use BAT. So what's what's the kind of, what do you guys look for? In, Good question. Well, and he says the cars in question were 79 Accord hatchback with 30,000 miles, 79, cool. 79 Cressida with 50,000 miles. Uh, both cars, he was looking for a $5,000 reserve and they sold for about 8,000, uh, later. So. No, absolutely. We, uh, we wrestle with reserves every single day, as you guys <laughs> might imagine, right? And cars come in the door and some people have absolute crazy reserves and some people are appropriate. And then some people want to sell no reserve and believe in the sort of marketing buzz of that approach. Um, but bottom line, um, we have to uh, make sure that we um, have a site where things do sell and do transact, right? So we keep a greater than 75% sale rate. So cars that come in and are sort of on the bubble, it's unfortunate, but sometimes uh, there's the easy ones to say goodbye to, which are people that are absolutely out to lunch, right? Like I have a, uh, you know, NA Porsche 944 and I want, you know, 48 grand for it or whatever. And you're like, dude, like <laughs> slow down. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But there's cars that come in, that car comes in. He's like, I want like a 9,500 reserve. And we're like, well, we think it's probably like a seven just to be safe, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then it, it's this wrestling match. And, well, I would think part- even in that case, it's like, say the car is going to sell for eight. He wants a five reserve. You're kind of like, well, I don't know the condition of the car. Like da da da. So let's it's do like a on the bubble, let's do right? a no re- or or even like you would say like let's do a two thousand. But why do a two thousand? Let's just do no no reserve. And that's where it gets into the the um the grayest area and the the trickiest part is cars that are are relatively speaking pretty inexpensive, right? Yeah. Like, like a three K sob shows up and he's like, I'm not doing it for under a twenty two hundred. Uh, reserve, yeah, right? you're like, we're dude, like, we're like. What what are we doing here? Yeah, We're no joke, arguing over like fifty bucks, right? right? right yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, this is so excruciating. The time. So so, who, who, uh, uh, so anyway, so it's it's hard to say that there's a like set exact policy. But, yeah, I mean, there's been twenty three thousand cars listed on BAT. Like we have a fairly good idea of yeah. like where things are. We have these scatter charts. We have a lot of resources, and then there's ex- external resources too. So 
a lot of people are like, you're really hard on reserves. And it's like, we're basically really real on reserves, yeah. right? And sometimes a car like that will blow by by two grand, right? And that's awesome. And then it's time to give high fives, right? But yeah. the good news about BAT is the bidding tends to go to market or even better if you have something really great. There's not a lot of cars, as you guys know, that sneak through BAT and they're like sold. No, you have so many eyeballs on it. Mm-hmm. So... So there's, but when it's your baby and it's your, you know, five grand on your, on your Accord hatchback, like it's hard sometimes to wrap your head around that or take that risk. So, um, unfortunately sometimes those people will be like, no deal. I won't do it. Yeah. Right. Like we just have to live with that. We're like, okay. And we're cool about it. We don't want to be mercenaries or like jerks about it, but we're just like, okay, that's cool. If you change your mind and come back, like it's a cool car. Yep. Yeah. I can understand it because. As a fan of the site, the worst thing I see is no sale. Yeah, no sale. You know, and it's like, right? That doesn't help anyone. It it makes you guys, you know, look poor for not setting a reserve right and all that stuff. And it's like everyone wants a no reserve auction. You want, you kind of want, you really, I mean, sold cars. You want all sold cars. You want to see that like finish line. And BAT now has a rep because we're careful for that. We have a rep that you're, when you're watching, it's like, you know, over 75%. It's like, this car's most likely going to sell. So if I yeah. want it, I should bid. It's not the like game playing of nothing meets reserve. This is all just a, a right. sham. To yeah. To, like look at your car after or whatever, which is a really mm-hmm. empty feeling. So yeah. we've been super careful on that. And unfortunately we have to, and it means we turn away a few cars that are on the bubble. Like this guy's car, he's probably a cool dude and the cars are pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, they'd get bids on BAT, but when uh, we just have to shrug and be like, sorry, man, we can't do them all, you know? Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, Alex Stadel says BMW E12 M 535i or E28 M5. I go uh, looks wise. I go with the E12. Yeah, you know. I'm, really, you're E12 over E28. Oh, oh dude, I'm E28. Day, dude. Really? Sorry, I, man. I love. Oh yeah. Yeah, the original cleanliness of that design compared yeah. to the E28 is like boxy. I'm cool with that. I respect. Uh, and and then and then as far as a driving car, definitely E28. But for the price. The E12 that you could buy for the price of an Well, you're saying an M535i specifically. Cheap. They're not cheap, but yeah. I still think you're going to... Yeah. Warren, you were saying you had an E12, right? Yeah, you're an E12 I love guy. It. I, you I saw love it downstairs. But I love, I'm E28 guy. So I love the E28 like, too. Pretty so. easy question for me due to yeah. bias, but yeah. both interesting cars. You know. So my angle is like uh, E28 M5 better driver's car, but E28... M5 Euro is equally as pretty. So, like, if it's a Euro spec car, yeah. I'm on board. Well, also, it's it's more modern. Not equally as pretty, but definitely good so looking. it's so sexy. Like, the, E20, the Euro E28 is such a good looking car. It's a good looking car. I agree. I don't think it's as pretty, though. Mm-hmm. Like, the 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 soft lines of the E12 compared to the the E28. E12 soft lines and pretty. It's, I don't hear people <laughs> talking about I'm saying, E12 well, we're talking about that. You, guys are, you guys are totally into it. Yeah. And it also, has a, market. it also has that. <laughs> it has a uh, more old school kind That's of like, definitely more vintage, sense of a vintage dash, feel when dash, you sit right. in the car with right. that dash the way yeah, it is and everything. The door handles. The, everything. Um, and it yeah. just has, it has like more of the bright work and stuff. Right. So if the you want low, that. Really low dash. You know. Yeah, it's a, it's a different car. Um, WB Goggins has a good question. What's the most surprising sale you've watched on Bring a Trailer? And what do you think about the 944 market? Surprising sales. Surprising sales. We see uh, somewhat pedestrian cars, like an uh, like preserved Accord 
yeah. sedan, automatic, <laughs> right? Or we see like these weirdo stuff that these yeah. people pull out. The most surprising is what gets submitted, right? Like it's sometimes the sale is like crazy fireworks. It's like, why did that go? I mean, an R107 went for six figures or something. And, yeah. and there are, we have a new section on the results page of like, exceptional sales yeah, yeah exceptional is basically code for like what happened like that was crazy right mm-hmm. and when it's open to a bidding war anything can happen right it's yeah. like a baseball game technically it can go as long as eternity yeah. it just doesn't tend to do that right yeah there's no you know finish clock but so uh there's a number of sort of exceptional crazy ones that happen but what fires me up more even than that is just the wild stuff that's submitted survivor stuff low mile stuff stuff that shouldn't exist that is found and listed on BAT so that's where uh where my head goes yeah i remember one there was a what well, was it a tacoma or was it a uh it might have been a forerunner but it was like 2000 well, it's, one it was so gold yeah. on tan on taupe interior like just like the shittiest, like yeah. you know, and kind of like not the really cool one with the graphics on the side. This is like two thousand one or something. Real it was like basic. Really it was basic. Like forty thousand miles. But it was original really owner. low miles. Original owner, like perfect. Stock. And it was twenty something k. And you're like, dude, what? What? Well, I think but, it was more than that. Even. Yeah, it yeah. was a crazy amount of money. But then you look at it, you're like, oh, two people, like maybe their parents had those brand new, or they bought one brand new and they want another one. They want it to be like basically the exact brand new car they bought. And, and it's still cheaper than a new still cheaper. Yeah. And <laughs> hey, the, way, way cheaper, like 50 I think, grand. I think that's the thing. You always have to like reevaluate. You're like, oh, these are so expensive. Like that, that Mark II GTI is like 14 grand. That's crazy. And you're like, dude, the average price of a new car is 36 or $37,000 right now. It's like, oh, right there. It's like, it's not that much money. What was the second half of his thing? He asked about nine forty four market. Nine forty four. Are you, you nine forty four? The guy? experts on that. I was right? going to ask if you've ever dabbled. Uh, nine fifty one and even nine forty four S two guy. I like front bumper is paramount for mm-hmm. me. Like that's my. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember the old. Uh, Porsche ads that were in mags where they had the Hugo Boss one that is yeah, of course. to the street one, yep. Yep, right? The red one and right. the Hugo and the Boss white, one. white Hugo and Boss. front, right? It's like, for me, the front of that car is all that matters, right? So yeah. I have to have that front bumper cover. So I love those. I think those are great. You see them transacting on BAT often, both, uh, both 944 and 951. And, um, you know, we've seen some, again, like our other conversations, some crazy results with low milers, but in general, you can still get a pretty good driver for really fair money for a naturally aspirated car, right? Under 10 grand if you're looking yeah. around, right? And you can get one for, uh, in the teens for an okay, pretty okay turbo, pretty good to go turbo drive yeah. around, right? Yep. And then your highs are going to be in the highys are six, the 70. Limit. I mean, yeah, crazy yeah. numbers for Maybe. the. For the, uh, you know, rose gray, yep. whatever. 88 Turbo S. Ones, Turbo yeah, S's. Yeah, Turbo I'm curious to see stuff. how that, uh, SE does, the 924 SE. Yep. Yeah. There's 924s that are coming yeah. on, right? And a couple of the, uh, people have seen the, the, you know, GT models of the 924s. GTS. Those, those are right. So if you cool. guys went to Ren Sport, that one in the tent. Oh I my was like, God. That red people, one. People were like, what's your favorite car here? And I was yeah. like, it's crazy to say it's a 924, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like yeah. my favorite car. That here. was our career GT or right? GTS. Red one. I right? took like five pictures oh of it and that gosh. was one of them. Yeah, what did it sell for? Do you know? Uh, there's been a couple that have been selling around. Uh, I mean, they're, they're six figure cars. Yeah. yeah. Those bolt on flares on the back, right? So cool. This segmented driver window and all that. Yeah. So anyway, crazy stuff. But those, the market I would say for those is hot, hot for the really preserved low mile cars and for the general ones. 
it's gently moving up or flat. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to take a bath, but you're not going to make a bunch of dough. Yeah. So yeah. just go drive it and pick a good one and yep. buy the one from the Porsche ad. Yeah, exactly. Vandalay Industries says, what can or is being done to combat the trailer trolls and the echo chamber effect that can tank an honest vehicle auction? Uh, I mean, we have a team here that watches every comment that goes across the site. And at this scale, that's no small feat, right? Yeah. I mean, there is discussions flying across. I mean, what, that, what number the, a day? It looks like a at? stock market down there. There's just crazy. this big old well, screen we a, we with have, all yeah. the comments. We have a feed that's just like comments, comments, <laughs> yeah. comments, comments. And people are like watching all of them. And we have quick action buttons like, you know, oh, that's cool. Keep that or whatever. We have stuff that's obviously not public on yeah, the yeah. site yeah. Uh, that we have custom built for our controls. So it's important to have that. And we have to add people eventually. Eventually, one person can do all that so we oh, now have yeah. a couple people redundantly doing that because um there are people out there that are grumpy on the internet right and everybody you know has to clear a hurdle to have their first comment but you can still do your first comment nicely and then be a jerk after yeah. that and if if that's the case nobody likes hanging out with jerks so get them out of here right yeah. but uh being some people misinterpret that, and if they're selling a car, anybody that says anything negative they think is a troll, and that's not always the case. So there's a lot of gray area, and mm-hmm. it's a judgment call of who is constructive and respectful, even if they're being critical, because uh, some uh, critique of the cars is valuable and important. So um, anyway, lots is being done is the short answer, yeah. and uh, there's a, both systems and people and strategy that goes into uh, I think, I mean, on the whole, people can complain about the comments section. A, the comment section is here to stay and is really important. But B, um, I think it's a pretty civil overall environment for where people interact and talk about cars. Uh, you go to the, you know, YouTubes of the world or, or more unfettered. YouTube's the worst. And ever, it's yeah. just like uh-huh. the most terrible place to be. Yeah. I don't think anybody would say that about BAT, but, but, um, it can always be improved. So we're always, uh, Sounds like it's not uh, an easy looking for. It's not easy. There's but you're there to stop like just the random like this car sucks. Useless or something useless like, comments. Yeah, yeah. I mean that yeah, that comment says, you know, <clears throat> not concerned. Says nothing, and, right? And That's neither a, is this car's rad. I mean, yeah. you're just kinda like, Okay, yeah. thanks. You mm-hmm. know, like like we you notice the buttons on the site are aimed at using language like being constructive, right? Like uh-huh. say, and in the commenting rules, it's like say talk about your experience with it, talk about what you do with it, talk about what you know about this car, talk about uh facts. Don't talk about as many, you know, you know, fantasy arguments or whatever. So um it but it's a it's a monstrous uh undertaking and it's uh complex and it's new every single day and the the team downstairs like I have so much uh, faith in them, but also so much admiration because that's it's hard to it's judge people. A lot of judgment calls, a ton and of stuff, judgment yeah. calls every single day, right? Yeah. So that's that's hard, right? Yeah. That's not an easy task. Oh yeah. And we don't take it lightly, but it's it's one that's challenging. Yeah. Ditto's dad says, "Question for Randy: What BAT centric car models are cooling off, and which ones are starting to get hot? So maybe cars that you've featured a lot on the site that maybe." are flooding and a little too saturated or ones that are super hot. I mean, we talked yeah. about Mark one GTIs and CRXs. Those have kind of 
popped well, a we bit. see these cycles it's the auctions bt auctions have been here long enough now that we see some cycles and we can watch things and and i mean nothing's definite but there are some sort of trends that you can see and we get this question a lot so good question um so obviously everybody saw the porsche market run up like two years ago like to bonkers levels and everybody was all over it and now the general consensus is that's sort of chilled out a little yeah. bit that's yeah. cool yeah every right? normal 911 was selling for the fortune and totally. now it's kind of the good ones are getting the money like the you were talking about the 944 and now you can get a you know an, a 72 911 t or whatever for like you know it's back to like 55 60 grand yeah. right which is kind of where they belong before yeah. all the hype right and those were up to like a hundred grand, right? We've seen this in muscle cars. We've seen this in Ferraris. There's cycles, right? So, and he's asking for what's going on right now. Like whenever you see a car that has a bonkers result, right? Uh, Supra, big wing Supra turbo or uh, Integra type R, like we set some really high watermarks on those. And then you see the ones all come in behind it and try to replicate it and like ride yeah. that wave. And it goes up, but I would say, you know, the Integra Type R is is still there, but it's kind of mellowed out. Like not everybody, the biggies were almost a year ago now, right? So it's mm. like there's good results and solid results, but insane, like people think they're cashing in or speculating. You see some other places where they're no joke, like speculating on cars yeah. that are going to be late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hear that art? They're coming down. And that, <laughs> I don't think they're I don't think they're tumbling down, no, but I no. think they're like stable. It's yeah. not like a rocket ship, right? Yeah. And same we just talked about nine forty fours, right? I mean some other models where wow, there were some big sales that happened. And then uh but the general market is a couple clicks back of that and it's a little bit mellower, mm. but still going up and still the cool part is most of these cars you won't take a bath on. You can probably be break even or better, but there's yeah. always people that are looking for that. How am I going to double my money in three months? Yeah, yeah. Right? right. And those ones are tricky to find. But some of those models I just mentioned, I think, are are in that realm. I think is it safe to say that the Japanese market in general is doing that? Like it's hot right now versus you know a couple of years ago, as you're saying. Like it's now kind of because a lot of the Euro stuff has kind of had its play, its yep. time. The big high-end Euro, or sorry, uh, Japanese stuff uh, made headlines probably like two years ago, right? There were some really big NSX sales. There was the uh, almost a bubble in Toyota 2000 GT. Oh, right? oh definitely a bubble. One for a million bucks. Yeah. And yeah. Then everybody got all excited, and then now they're worth you know 500 again. And yeah. people are like, what happened? A couple right? Zs went really expensive. Some Zs went nuts. We've had some Zs in the, and recently went nuts, right? Uh, you know, six-figure Z sales, I think, is we have one here, and I still think that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Based on what that car yeah. is like, 2002s were just close the door. 2002s money. went nuts, right? I mean, and there will, I think there will always be these outliers, but I think in general the market moves in a you know demand. Japanese cars, for the most part, got cool after you know 1970. A lot of them didn't get cool till the middle 80s, right? right? So those cars are coming into their own now with the demographic shift we're talking about. So, I mean, Integra's and Civic SIs and, uh, you know, cool Supras and FD RX-7s with low miles, those are still getting big dough. And I think, why would that change, right? I mean, those cars, as long as it's not a way outlier result, a general upward trend, like I'm going to want an FD RX-7 more in 10 years than I do now, right? And more and more, a bunch of those. Why would that diminish? Yeah. So anyway, you got, I think we'll see. It's cool that a lot of those are called BAT cars because we sell a lot of them. That makes me really happy. But uh, I think the general Japanese trend and 80s and 90s uh, Radwood era trend and those sort of things will gain and keep momentum. Very good. Stateside 2 has two questions. Um, 
says the premium listings are a relatively new feature on the platform. What other features are in the works? And the second is what was the first car ever sold on BAT? Cheers and keep up the good work. Cool. Thanks. Cheers. Right back. Um, we, um, have all sorts of stuff in the works, right? Much of it is, uh, built around things like the new photo service that we offer, like things we can scale to the larger buying and selling audience that will make their life better. Like being able to sell a car where you only pay, um, you know, 250 bucks or 300 to get awesome, you know, photos and presentation of your car where you'll make way more than $300 in bidding. Like that's a win for everybody. We win, seller wins, yeah. uh, buyer wins on some level, right? Like anything we can find in this process where it like makes people win for a low amount of money and we can mm -hmm. roll it out broadly mm -hmm. is where we're looking. So that's a little vague, but that t points to how cars move around, how cars are paid for, how cars uh, are cleaned up before they're photographed and listed. All these pain points. When you guys think of, Hey, I, I've got a Mercedes. I got to sell it. What do I have to do? The list is long, right? From getting the car fixed to yeah. clean, to photoed, to written, that's where, that's where I'm at. To, and everybody, <laughs> so many people fall down in that process. Cause they're like, and me included, like, I'll just keep it. Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like a pain. I'm seriously so right there. Anything yeah. BAT, like think of BAT could engage at those moments and it's yeah. like a menu and you're like, yes, 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 no, no, yes, boom, here's your price, go. Like it's so, that's how life is yeah. starting to get in terms of services, yeah. be they your grocery delivery or your whatever else, right? Um, so uh, I think that the more we can do to make that easier and easier and better is how we'll continue yeah. to innovate. You just don't want to make it cool. too easy to where you have a lazy seller or, yes. or, well, you know the, what I'm saying? Like no, you want to like kind of vet them, like, I like that make you them work, that. work for it. A yeah. Little they got to work for it, but I don't really care how well a guy like, you know, Q-tips is. No, he can have someone whatever. else do all that he can stuff. Have someone else do that. And that shows that he has, yeah. uh, uh, that he cares about that. Yep. But, uh, yeah, but there's still, but you're smart to point that out. And that's the, the flip side of that. You don't want to make it yeah. so easy that the guy actually never changed his oil either. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. there's important uh, stuff, but those are some of the features. And what do you say the most, some about the most what car? Oh, um, he, he has a question. Oh, for oh, you. Was just, what was first the first car? car sold? So first car. I mean, first auctions were in July. We were just talking about it. Uh, the first car was a, uh, Calypso Coral Boss 302 was auction number one. That's right. We're now on auction 23,000. So that was, that was ages ago. <laughs> 23,000. Uh, that was, that was auction, but you, you that also was auction, you but sold then, cars. Yeah, before. we sold cars as, as uh, what we called BAT exclusives for a you know, $100 fee or whatever it was if it sold. And that was classified style, flat price stated, and then everybody emails bombards the seller with emails and like tries to close the deal. It was a circus, <laughs> but, uh, that was me in Gmail forwarding emails from interested parties wow. to the seller. I mean, this is like ancient, yeah. <laughs> ancient history. Um, and the first cars, man, who opted for that first? I think it was some pretty inexpensive British cars that guys were willing to kind of try out a new platform. This would have been in 08, uh, -huh. uh like TR threes and, and, I remember uh, a couple BMWs, a couple early 2002. I mean, it was just enthusiast, yeah. cool enthusiast stuff, but not like supercar stuff, right? Pretty it was trailer like style cars. Super, you know, easygoing, probably between, you know, eight and 15 grand. People were just like, hey, let's see, let's see if this will work. And then some people tried some poor, I had a 356 at the time and buddies with those. So they tried some more expensive cars and that worked. Hmm. Uh, and then it took off. 
Okay. Um, <clears throat> Eat with Naveed has a very good question, which we weren't able to tackle on a Sunday edition. So uh, he says, I hear Randy has some awesome cars. Why doesn't he join us on some drives? Ooh. So we didn't, we didn't hear your stable. And uh, yeah, what are you doing with them? Cool. Um, no, great question. Um, I've still got a few cars. You know, I'm busy trying <laughs> sure. to run this staff, which yeah. my, my life has evolved quite a bit since we turned the website on. Um, but no, we've uh, got some interesting cars. I don't know if you saw the, the R5 Turbo. My favorite one I've got right now is the Renault R5 Turbo in red. Um, which I've gotten to put some miles on, which is cool. That one's um, the one that you did a Jay Leno feature on. Yeah, right? or yeah he featured on Jay invited that car to be on. He had never driven one of those, so he invited me to bring that car down, which was a, a cool moment. Um, and got to see his Falcon that he bought off BAT. Oh, which yeah. Is, he won't sell, and I it's wish like he would. It's a 63? Oh, man, yeah, 63 and a half spring yeah. white. Mm-hmm. She bought it from this dude in Reno, and I wish I would have wish I could have bought it at the time. But uh, that was that was during the fixed price deal before auctions, like 2012 or something like that, uh, maybe even earlier. But yeah, anyway, got the R5 Turbo, which is cool. I got some sort of Group B kid who grew up in the 80s stuff, which I know you guys appreciate. Um, have a Delta Integrale Evo 1, which is cool. Um, I have a, a Land Cruiser FJ40 with a Chevy V8 in it that's mm. set up exactly like the one that I drove to junior year of high school because I regret ever selling that truck. Uh-huh. So I, my first paycheck out of college was for a mountain bike. And my second paycheck was for a $3,000 Land Cruiser in Ojai that I drove home nice. and built that thing, exact color and everything of the high school truck. So some nostalgia drives. Mm. Uh, and then I've got the E28 we were talking about, just bought a Mark II GTI 16 valve. Cause it's uh, one I always wanted have an early alpha event car that was built for dirt road events. Mm. Somebody said, why don't you do any events? Yeah. Um, Let's go do some events. You know, I've done, uh, well, a you've done a bunch of rallies, California, California yeah. events and a lot of them with dirt road. So I built a 61 Julietta sedan with all GTV drivetrain in it so that I could run with my Porsche buddies, but looks kind of like a, unassuming so cool. Yeah yeah. 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 It's a, it's a cool, uh, it's very similar to the one that just ran it at, uh, sort of inspired by, I wouldn't say similar to the one that just ran at Goodwood. If you guys follow, follow oh, yeah. Goodwood, the red car over there inspired mm-hmm. that build. So mm-hmm. I like, oh, okay. I like that kind of stuff. Was um, that Mercedes Fintail yours? The green Fintail was mine. Okay. Yeah. There's you a lot sold of cars that on, have come and gone. You sold that on BAT? That was sold on BAT. To Fintails are kind of cool. Yeah, Fintail. Cool. I, so I daily drove that. I think they I, need to be like that though. They need I to be for kind BAT full time. Aggressive. Uh, yeah. That one was tuned. built. Like, I mean, the factory raced them in Argentina and stuff and jumped them over dirt and cool stuff. And that one was never going to be a, you know, you know, show car. It had scratches and a couple different shades of green on it and whatever. Yeah. So I uh, put Weber's on it and put it in a. It had a stick on the floor, on the floor which okay, is cool. On the tree, yeah. Yep. So and, and, that, and that Z, cool. that Z is yours too, right? The two forty Z is not mine. It, oh, it not. was mine uh, briefly, but it's always really been belonged to the. The idea with that car was to have the team here get to drive it on events. Oh, cool! So Howard, who works here, who some people know, drove it on the uh, Targa Baja through Mexico. Uh, I drove it on a fault line 500, which is central coast. Um, Robert who works here has driven it to a bunch of different, uh, Japanese car show events. It's been kind of all over the place. Um, that's just such a cool model. And so I, it's like the BAT bicycle staff car. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like one of those jump bikes. You put, yeah, yeah. put your quarter in and hop yeah, in and cool. off yeah. you go. Right. So nice. it's, uh, 71 or what is it? It's that? a little later. It's a late 72 build. I think it's okay. technically a 73 car. Gotcha. Uh, but if you guys know Z car garage uh-huh. down in San Jose, local, great local shop, they have a bunch of their touches on that car. So it's got nice. a Rebello engine and a lot. Nice. It's, oh, a, okay. it's a hot car. Yeah. Z car garage nice. says rat. Oh, did they? Did they 
<laughs> did they tune in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Z Car Garage is great, and that car is really built, and and it's cool to be able to share it with the staff. We with its new office, we try to that's great have our hands on as many cars as we can because yeah. when a 240Z seller comes in and is like, oh, these dudes like like have one there, like yeah. they know what they're doing. And it's right? also when you're talking to them, communicating, it's yeah. nice to relate. Like totally. you know the cars totally, and know you know what the yeah. what, that the dash being uncracked is important, and that yeah. where those cars rest in the dog legs, and like the the details on those cars um, that that uh, we are trying to you know elevate here in our presentations on the site. Yeah. It's important for the staff to get their hands on them. So yeah, we're gonna run as many miles on that car as we can. That's yeah. cool. I I saw when you went to Monterey Car Week. Did you have a was that Buick or Chrysler? Or it's that Chrysler, Chrysler so I, it wasn't I, uh, that one, was it? Yeah, it is the oh, red okay. Chrysler downstairs, yeah, yeah. second year of the Hemi. It's called a 300B. Gotcha. They still make obviously Chrysler 300, yeah. and that's where the name came from. That's the second one, and uh, I've always loved those. Uh-huh. Uh, they won NASCAR in '55 and '56. They showed up and with the Hemi, just dominated NASCAR on the sand at Daytona. There's yeah. some mm-hmm. photos of that. That's so cool. And so they made 1,100 of those that year with the Hemi and the push button trans, and it's a. Uh, everybody asked me if that's my dad's car. It's like an old man car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I just turned 42 and I think I'm the youngest guy in the Chrysler 300 club, right? And it's like yeah. a bunch of dudes who are like, they're like, thank God. Totally. Thank God. Somebody cares. <laughs> Where have right? you been? But I love that car and we just ran that on two rallies, long distance rallies, one in Arizona, one in Montana. That's cool. Um, how does it handle? It's stock. It, uh, stock setup? could use some sway bars. Yeah. It's got some body roll, right? But it flies in a straight line and it's actually for cars of that era. It's got like a chop dish sort of roof. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a lower profile. No, they're cool. Of, pretty reliable. No, you're it's, not. It's 4,700 pounds. So how yeah. does it handle is like <laughs> yeah. almost as bad as asking what's the gas mileage. Right. Yeah. Right. But guys do the Carrera Panamericana with yeah, stuff the, like in that. Period in the yeah. Carrera and stuff. Yeah. And I'm always blown away, but you know, they're, they're kind of prepped and. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Very but cool. I can see like, the NASCAR times though. Like, I mean, when stock car meant stock car, right? Like, you're stoked because you got the right motor, the big you motor, the aerodynamic profile. You're out there just dominating immediately. It so. was that car, straight yeah. up that car, stripped out with a three on the tree and steel wheels and those terrible brakes. I mean, that's what they ran on yeah, NASCAR. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I love you. You posted a picture of it on the way to Car Week, and it was like next to the ocean. It was gorgeous. And you said it was like the most relaxing car you've ever driven. To a car week, totally. I, I think mean, you so said something about collecting in, rent, right? Right? Like your yeah. Peugeot. Like. <laughs> no, totally. You feel like you're the boss. Yeah, in yeah. Car, you know, yeah. which is cool. So, and I mean, we've talked about it, right? I mean, muscle cars are are sort of softening up in in interest in some circles, but still have, uh, you know, some uh, great following in in different shows and events, and and. I like 60s cars. I had never had a 50s American car, you know. Yeah. I like some of them though. I kind of grew up on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this was a chance to get one of those and spend some cool time with my dad in that car, which I've done, and and we'll keep it for a while. The kids, I have kids. I'm old. I have kids now, right? Mm-hmm. So throw all all of them, as many of them and their friends as we can find, into that thing and go yeah. go mob around. That's awesome. I think it's cool. Perfect, yeah. like ice cream shop car or whatever. I want to add one last thing to that real quick. Uh, so about the events, uh, a lot of your staff have attended our events. Uh, and, yeah, you need to get out. I know. Let's go. When am I, when am I going? I hear your stuff sells out in like five well, minutes, we'll right? We'll spot like, for you, but... Um, it's like, but, let's figure it out. I would yeah, totally love next to, one's in to spring, come so. on any, any of your events. We got the cars for it. We yeah. got a... I uh, just got to book it. So thank you for welcoming me. And I've heard awesome things about your events. I'd love to do them. Yeah, sounds good. Um, last question. Joe Polo 68. He's got a good one. Is there any desire to begin a spinoff site or company in which BAT returns to the sales and promotion of cars in dilapidated project form or whatnot? So kind of going back to your roots, like 
a BAT, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Although he's also <laughs> falsifying the roots, right? Saying dilapidated cars and stuff. Well, I think so. That's kind of what more, we talked about. We it talked was more about common to maybe see a car that didn't have a motor or something. You know, like a special, special car deal. Happy to answer that. Yeah. I actually answer that all the time. Okay. So because um, I'm sure people are always like, ah, this, these cars are too nice. I yeah. do see projects on the site though. Totally. Yeah, so yeah. my my yeah. standard response when I hear that is I do what I just did, which is go to the site and lo- and type in project. Yeah. Right. And I remember a 240Z that went like was on there. It was just tattered. Oh, right, like, Why right. did someone buy that? Yeah. There's yeah. messy <laughs> stuff, right? We there's that uh, weirdo TVR yesterday. There's a, oh, yeah. a Fiat. You know, a bar 750 that's on there with like no wheels on it. There's a non running GTV. There's a, uh, 911, 87 911 Carrera Targa that's like needs some love. It's not in, it's called a project. It's, it's, uh, can't tell if it's running or not. So we love project cars. We still, interestingly, there's three on the site right now, which yeah. is more than there were at any one time on the site back in the day. Yeah. But given how much. Uh, how many cars are listed on the site? There's this perception that like it's so different. You don't do that anymore. Or on yeah. a percentage basis, the mix has evolved towards a lot, uh, a lot more turnkey cars. Yeah. Because back in the day, we would list maybe two cars a day, and one of them would be non-running, and one of them would be running. Right. And both yeah. were under three yeah. grand. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or yeah. one was one was a hundred grand, and one was three grand. Right? Exactly. It was, it was always sort of schizophrenic and yeah. all over the place, but. Um, we we still have all those cars and we still actually do a bunch of editorial like Art was talking about in terms of cars that are listed elsewhere. But it's just the volume auctions have taken off so much yeah. that we need to be smart about how we let you surface those things. So if this commenter uh, is is saying, you know, I'd love to see more of that Art, what we ought to be doing to be smart is not make another website, finding an easier way for them to access, make that. a way for them to access it, subscribe to just the editorial, subscribe yeah. to just projects, subscribe yeah, yeah. to this. And we have uh, a lot of that capability, that site that or that page that I just went to, yeah. um, notify me when one is listed that's a project. Yeah. So that dude oh, cool. ought to uh, get pinged whenever there's a project. We right. have that feature. Yeah. So we need to do a better job about telling people how to find that stuff because mm, it's all good, there. That's a good it's call. It's harder to find. And that's wow. a really important one, I think, for volume, right? Like everybody keeps asking us. Like everybody's watching BAT in our community, but like the numbers are so high, right? Like how do you get to the stuff that you want to see? And I think you're actively doing that now, right? Like figuring that out. Trying to so alerts out. are important for that, you know, whether people want that on text or whether people want that on uh, emails or whatever they want. But the, the olden days of, and I wrestle with this too, the olden days of just the mentality where it's like, I'm going to read every car and every comment on BAT. And at this volume, I mean, I don't even know if it's humanly possible yeah. anymore, right? There are 600 comments on the Supra or whatever, right? It's just like, <laughs> Uh, that was the exception early in the early days, and now that's more, you know, 80 to 150 comments is more the rule. So uh, reading all of it and the volume of cards, you just can't keep up. So what you got to do and what we have to help people do is uh, what Art says, which is like segment it, find what you dig, find ways you can uh, see the stuff you want to see and uh, still get that macro crazy BM- BAT mix but not go so deep on all of it that you feel like you run out of gas. Yeah. Well said. Um, I do have a question. This is viewology uh, on Instagram. Um, <laughs> uh, how do you classify a car as modified or not? Because I notice you'll say modified E30 M3, and then another E30 M3 will be on there just as 89 E30 M3 or whatever. And uh, it, it has a few modifications, like 
wheels or so what's what's your criteria that's a good question yeah there's all sorts of descriptors that we have to be careful about how sure. we use sure right and, like... and we always first filter is accuracy mm-hmm. second uh filter is like getting down to like why does this car matter right like if an e30 m3 mm-hmm. has a uh, six cylinder swap in it, you know, then that's probably important to say, right? So what yeah. goes into the title? Mainly what you're talking about is the, how we title. Uh, yeah. Title. Put the title. title Cause that's the first thing you're going to see. Right. And so, um, if the modifications are the whole draw here, right. Or if it's like a track converted car or if it's a project, all those said project mm-hmm, in the title, mm-hmm. there's some sort of buzzwords and some of that gets tricky, right? Like if yeah. it just has, uh, different brake pads on it. Or like, wheels. Do we call it like, modified? Is we, uh, are, I don't know. Right. But if the guy's got a whole drivetrain and it's, it's like totally changed from original and has, you know, stripes down the side, that's pretty obviously modified. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I like that. So it's like sort of things that we, if you looked at, if you were looking at that car, would you, is that what stands out basically? Yep. Is it modifications or is it a car with a few modifications? Yeah. But it also has to be truthful. And that's where we try to separate ourselves, right? Cause you'll see stuff listed elsewhere all the time that says like fully restored uh, yeah. or whatever. Or, uh, I've noticed you guys changed early on. It was different, but now you're really good about saying seller claims or mm-hmm. uh, believe to have had or, you know. Yeah. I mean, accuracy is paramount yeah. in selling cars yeah. and no fluff and no BS and no lies, right? Because that, those just long-term create buyers that are underwhelmed. We want buyers to be overwhelmed. And we get that sometimes guys are, they buy a car. They're like, you could have said a lot more on this car. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah, but you know, I mean, you have the car in your hands and you know that now and you're really happy. So on better, the whole, better to err on that. This worked really side, well. Yeah. Right. But, uh, so anyway, it's a, it's a, um, under promise over deliver. That's what we're trying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not, the best thing. That's right? not that common in the car universe. Yeah. But we're, uh, we're trying. Oh, very good. I think that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Randy, thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate the hospitality. Um, let's do it again. Let's uh, go on a drive. Let's do all of it. Absolutely. Let's I'd love to come going. to your event in Santa Cruz, too. So we got to keep yeah, posted yeah. on that. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. October 6th, I think, Lane? Yeah, that's the next Morning, uh, Motors, Morning Motors at the old Wrigley Building. Yeah. And then uh, we have uh, Radwood Detroit on Saturday and then our rally next weekend. So. It's all happening, man. <laughs> yeah, and make sure to tune in on that Sunday show because we'll delve into uh, BAT and Randy's history. Yeah, definitely way more in the in the weeds. So yeah. this has been great. Cool. Bye. Thanks, Later. guys. See ya. general Japanese trend and 80s and 90s uh, Radwood era trend and those sort of things will gain and keep momentum. Patreon.com forward slash driving wall awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and become a patron of our podcast where you can get exclusive weekly podcasts from us that average around 25 to 45 minutes. We have about 55 of them up on there and we do them every week. Uh, we also give you discounts on rallies. Also, first chance to get on the rallies, which, uh, this last one or this upcoming rally sold out within nine hours and it's a, it en- ended up being a patron only rally. Uh, yeah. And we give you, uh, sticker packs and some other stuff. So go join us. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks. We really appreciate it.